Spring turkey season is upon us, and don't be caught out in the woods without having Onyx Hunt on your phone. One feature Onyx has that is often overlooked for turkey hunting is their recent imagery filter with their Elite memberships. This imagery is updated week to week, and it comes in extremely handy, especially when you're trying to find these gobble zones where these turkeys will go out in a high spot on a fresh clear cut and strut around all day long. Actually, I was just looking at it on Onyx where, where the timber company just came into Andrew's club and did a very small clear cut along this creek, and I can see the high spots on the topographical map, but also I can see exactly where they mulch, and those are going to be hot spots for finding gobblers, especially mid-morning after they get off their hens, getting up on these little high spots in this fresh, small clear cut along the creek and strutting and gobbling all day long. If you want to give Onyx a try, you can actually download it for free, try it for seven days, and if you decide to purchase, you can use the promo code SOUTHERN and save on your premium and elite memberships. So go into this turkey season, know where you stand with Onyx. If you're looking to throw some optics on your turkey gun this spring, look no further than the Vortex Defender ST. This is the red dot we're going to be running this season. We're excited about it. This thing's built like a tank, super lightweight, super long battery life, everything you need in a good turkey red dot. And if you want to get a discount on that red dot or any other Vortex Optic, go to eurooptic.com and use the code SGN10 to get a discount. That's eurooptic.com, code SGN10. If you live in the Gulf Coast region, you need to find yourself at the EcoWild Expo May 10th through the 12th in Mobile. It is the premier outdoor expo for the Gulf Coast region, and we're going to be there. We're going to have a booth. We're super excited about it. Can't wait to meet you guys that live down there. We absolutely love the Gulf Coast region, so to be a part of this show, we're super excited about. We're going to have past podcast guests there at our booth for you to talk to, guys who are relevant for your area, who you can talk to, you can pick their brain, you can joke with them, laugh with them, tell them your story, whatever you want to do. It's going to be a awesome time. We're already working on some past podcast guests, but hey, if you live in this area and you have a suggestion for someone you want to see at that show, write in and we'll see if we can get them. There's going to be all kinds of exhibitors at the show that are focused on hunting, fishing, conservation, and recreation. There's going to be activities for the whole family there. They got axe throwing, archery. They're going to have our podcast booth. And then for the kids, they got touch tanks, a honeybee exhibition, a raptor show, kids fishing tank, BB gun range, and a butterfly house. So you're going to love it. Your kids are going to love it. It's going to be an awesome time. So head on over to ecowildexpo.com to get more information on the show and to go ahead and grab your tickets. And hey, mark it on your calendar, May 10th through the 12th. Be there. We want to see you and we're excited to talk to you. So we'll see you at the EcoWild Expo this May 10th through the 12th at the Mobile Convention Center in Mobile, Alabama. All right, what's going on, everybody? Of course, it's Jacob Myers here. I hope you all are doing excellent. I'm super excited about this week. Uh, right now, I am recording. It is Thursday, November the 1st. Man, I cannot believe November's already here. And this is going to be the ninth buck report, which, I mean, time's flying right now. This this season, you know, we're already halfway past football season. You know, right now it's starting to get good in a lot of the southern states for the rut. So it's a great time of year, guys. I'm super excited. I know you guys are as well. I know some of you guys are planning out your vacation time around the rut in November and try to plan out that. And for everybody uh, from my old home state of Alabama, uh, of course, Alabama, real southern Georgia and uh, Mississippi and Louisiana, you know, we have a you know a little later rut, so we still got some time left uh, before things really start heating up. But man, it's a good time of the year. I'm super excited. Uh, this week, I'm actually going to be reporting for both Tennessee and Alabama, and it's kind of crazy the difference you see uh, with just a couple hundred miles uh, difference. You know, up here in Tennessee, 
I've been traveling quite a bit lately, uh, especially in northern Tennessee and southern Kentucky, and I've seen a huge, huge, huge uptick in roadkill deer. Uh, majority of them, it's about 50-50 between bucks and does. Most of the bucks being killed are a year and a half to two, two and a half year old deer. Um, and what that's really telling me right now with this big uptick, because I, I do travel a lot, so uh, I feel like this is pretty accurate. Plus what I've been seeing in the woods uh, while hunting, along with other people I've talked to, is we're having a lot bigger uptick right now with your younger bucks really kind of pushing those does. You know, it's nothing serious, but they are trying to push those does and be kind of pesky. And uh, that's one thing I've, I've seen while out in the woods and then also while traveling. Uh, and it makes plenty of sense, especially when you're driving on the road. You know, you, you look on the side of the road and there's a doe, you know, dead. And then you go, you know, 50, 60 yards and there's a dead buck laying there. Uh, that's a telltale sign that, you know, he's trying to push her. And uh, they just both get whacked by probably a semi. But uh, that's one thing I've definitely noticed right now. It's a great time of year uh, when this drops. Anybody that is in, uh, you know, Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas, Missouri, North Georgia, anything like that. If you're not hunting Friday when this episode drops, uh, you are missing out. After this big rainstorm has pushed through, uh, we're having some pretty big temperature drops. And that's got me extremely excited about this weekend, uh, or more so really Friday. I'm actually taking off work Friday and uh, going to go out. And after all this rain, you know, it's knocked a lot of leaves down. Uh, I think I'm going to do uh, hunt on the ground. Or should I say, hunt extremely mobile. I'm going to have the saddle with me and these silent approach steps, which I've been testing at the last week. And uh, really, I'm just going to push into some bedding areas. Uh, I'm going to target some doe bedding areas that I know bucks are bedding um, kind of in satellite beds around them. I'm going to kind of push into them. Uh, it's supposed to have some pretty high winds and uh, kind of wet conditions. So it's going to make perfect for ground hunting. Uh, and then once I find a spot that's going to make for... Uh, a good ambush point. I'm probably going to get up in a tree if, if uh, need be, um, using the saddle and the sign approach tips, which I'm excited about. Um, but that's kind of going to be my tactic for at least Friday. You know, with the acorn crop being like it has, um, from what I've seen and talking to a lot of people, really white oaks have been really spotty this year. Uh, I've heard of some guys saying, you know, the white oaks are absolutely loaded this year. I've heard other people like myself that really haven't seen much from them. But the red oaks, are, of course, are heavy as uh, heavy as I've, as I've ever seen, uh, which is going to be something I'm going to try to target. Um, trying to target some of these secluded uh, one or two trees that are in these bedding areas. Uh, that That's going to be something that's really going to pay off for me, and I know it's paid off for a lot of other people. If you can find those secluded oaks that are dropping in and around bedding areas, you're going to find a ton of daylight movement, and you're going to find a lot of bucks this time of the year kind of patrolling and kind of cruising those areas. Most time because they're going to be a little thicker cover, they're going to feel more comfortable, and they're going to kind of go through those areas throughout the day while they're making their little loops, you know, right in this pre-rut stage. Uh, so that's got me super excited. Kind of talking about my tactics for Tennessee. That's what I'll be doing. Um, now, for Alabama, um, it's totally different. Uh, we were in North Alabama hunting some public land uh, this past weekend. And uh, also was hunting down there with uh, Parker McDonald, uh, Tyler Malone, and, of course, old Micah the Stripper Pike. <laughs> uh, from Southern Graham, which guys, if you didn't listen to that episode we dropped this past Monday, uh, you, you won't catch that reference and you probably think I'm an idiot, <laughs> but, uh, definitely had a good time with those guys. Uh, we, we were hunting down there for all of us for about a week, uh, off and on. And the activity is so much different down there, even though it's a couple hundred miles from where I'm at right now in uh, Nashville. 
So down there, you know, it's truly on a food pattern. I mean, we were seeing uh, one of our uh, one of our hunting partners, uh, JT, who was hunting with me and Andrew. He actually we put him. We kind of got in a spot and had him set up in a, an area big oak flat and had a very very good looking buck come by him about a 130 inch buck uh nine point that he saw for about 45 minutes and all it was was feeding on white oaks um no, no i'm sorry not white oaks uh water oaks um but down there you know in kind of more that uh that marshy condition um you know more like wetlands hunting the deer were extremely tight to the food uh from what we were seeing uh, if you found a, fo- a really good food source, you know, you're going to find deer close by uh, with, you know, buck signs starting to pop up. You know, the rut down there uh, in, in that area normally is not happening uh, until roughly December. Uh, I know I've heard of pockets happening, uh, you know, some rutting activity happening in November, late November, but most time it's in December in that area. Uh, we actually saw quite a few rubs, uh, but what kind of caught me off guard was finding some, you know, legit scrapes that weren't just communal scrapes because you know you'll find communal scrapes year round and that's one thing that andrew likes to target and put cameras on but uh once we got to a secluded part of the management area we actually found uh some extremely fresh but highly worked scrapes which kind of got us really exciting around some buck bedding areas um so i think definitely if you're in that north alabama uh you know i would say above coleman uh for anyone that lives in uh, alabama if you're above Coleman right now, you know, definitely the buck activity is really starting to kind of work up a little bit. Uh, from what we were seeing, it, it seems like the, the bucks were, it was hit or miss whether they were still grouped up or not. Uh, I was seeing, we saw one buck on our hunt that was just being a brat, is how I can describe him, around some does. He was wanting to push uh, two of these does, which, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to say it's right activity, but definitely, you know, he was trying to push these two big does and his does weren't having it with him. But uh, the big buck that JT saw, he was just feeding. He could care less about anything else. He, he worked out to this big uh, oak flat and fed in about a, a 30-yard circle for 45 minutes and then kind of eased on into the marsh. Um, I, I know Parker uh, saw, <laughs> he saw quite a few bucks, but most of the time uh, he saw them when their tail was going up, going away from them. Uh, pretty much while he was going in or going out on, on the kayak. But uh, he, he started seeing, from what he was explaining to me, is the bucks starting to kind of split up just a little bit. Uh, they're not so much bachelored up, which one thing about Alabama, and I guess Mississippi is kind of the same way, you know, they kind of come out of um, velvet a lot later than a lot of other states. You know, you can still have bucks in velvet in mid-October. Um, and, you know, but it seems like some of the bucks are really kind of starting to split up in that northern Alabama uh, space. Uh, but again, you know, you just got to focus on a feed pattern. That, that's pretty much it. I mean, if you can find a couple real hot feed trees, I mean, really, if you're hunting public ground, stay mobile, literally go in the afternoon, start hiking in. If you can make it happen at noon and literally work your way around until you find a, find a couple trees where it looks like someone went down there and blow the tree with a rake with deer droppings everywhere. Um, that, that's what you're going to need to find to really, I think, target, uh, some of these, uh, at least at least some of the deer you know you're gonna find bucks in those areas too they're gonna be feeding no matter what especially if you can get a nice little cold front like we're having right now push through you might have them up on their feet a little bit earlier um so it just depends on what you can find and what you can really lay down um you know a a decent food pattern for right now Uh, but that's really what's been going on so far in alabama Uh, it's definitely got me kind of excited uh for a little later on in the season i i I think um 
you know, Central Alabama and Northern Alabama by Thanksgiving weekend, I mean, it ought to be it ought to be starting to get pretty good, as in you know some pre-rut activity uh, in most of those uh, counties that are in again from probably just north of um, I would say just north of Sylacauga area all the way up to Huntsville. It ought to be starting to get kind of good. Uh, you know, there are pockets that you know rut activity is going to be starting uh, first week of uh, December, uh, and then some of it won't even start really. Um, until going on to early January before you start getting some pre-road activity. So just stay tuned, and we'll get some more reporters coming out of Alabama and, of course, Mississippi to try to see what's going on there. Uh, but with all that being said, let's turn it over to our next reporter. All right, guys, and next on the line we have our buddy and contributor to the podcast and the YouTube channel, oh, Greg Broadway, coming in from North Carolina. What's going on, brother? Oh, man, I can't comment. How you doing, buddy? Doing awesome, man. Uh, seems like things are starting to heat up, especially since you're sending me uh, trail cam photos of bucks breeding does right now. So uh, that's uh, a <laughs> that's a little crazy, right? Yeah, exactly, man. I mean, on the 27th of October, man, that's a uh, man. They get a little early start, but hey, it's uh, better for us. But hey, let's jump straight into it, man. Um, you know, I kind of did a recap a little earlier on Alabama and Tennessee and the difference there, and it seems like where you're at seems like it's getting very hot very quickly all of a sudden. So, you know, with that being said, what kind of sign, uh, especially buck sign, are you really starting to see as of now popping up that might have not been there, you know, two weeks ago? Um, I tell you, man, I'm starting to see a lot more rubs now. Um, you know, a week or two ago, finding good buck sign was a little tough. I mean, you run across a rub here, you know, but it'd just be one here, you know, and, and nothing else around it. Um, starting to find a lot more rub lines and a lot more scrape lines. Um, so... As far as the, the rut activity, I, I still think it's a little bit early, especially for like my area. That was taken in Randolph County, that picture I sent you as a buddy of mine in Hunts over there, which is only, you know, 45 minutes or so away. But um, the sign is looking really, really good. But at the same time, too, you know, I, I haven't really hunted the same place multiple times yet. I'm, I'm you know, kind of new to this public land thing, so I've been bouncing around to a, a bunch of different places that I've got relatively close to me so not to say that the sign wasn't there two weeks ago maybe i just wasn't seeing it but i'm definitely running across it now <laughs> so i will say that all right and i mean since you've been hunting i mean i know you've been out in the woods quite a bit over the last two weeks you know are you starting to see any kind of uptick in buck activity either younger bucks starting to push does or anything like that up to this point um i actually hunted uh yesterday morning i went into a new spot um new piece of public that I hadn't hunted in the set up on like four transitions so I mean it's like you know thick pines and then like hardwoods and then just really really open pines and what was crazy is had three does come in um, and then two younger bucks one little fork and then a, a nice little eight point little two and a half year old deer and I mean they were just pushing those does all over the place and I don't really know the, where they were running them at was actually on private land but it was just open pines man I mean they were I don't know what they were feeding on or where they were coming from. I mean, that whole area is just like nothing but just open pines. But uh, definitely looks like it's starting to heat up. I've gotten some uh, trail cam videos of some bucks starting to kind of fight and everything. And um, I've got one set up, you know, over on my private land here over a uh, food plot. And they've been running on, you know, running pretty hard over there. A bunch of younger bucks, so I still haven't seen much mature buck activity i've got one nice deer that's showing up on camera but 
Um, definitely the younger bucks are getting fired up and pushing some does around pretty heavy. Yeah, and that's exactly what I'm seeing in Tennessee. So that's good kind of across the board. You're starting to see that uptick in the younger buck activity. It's only a time or it's only time before, you know, these big boys really start to uh, start pushing out and uh, start searching. So that that'll be good for us in the next week or two. Now, you know, up until this point, since you've been hunting quite a bit, you know, has there been any uptick in this general deer activity? I mean, from what you've been seeing doe, you know, with doe groups or anything like that, or has there been any kind of change in a uh, more of an uptick or is it kind of still the same as it was a couple of weeks ago? Um, well, I'll tell you, man, about two weeks ago, I was about ready to throw in the town on this public land thing, because I just, man, I just wasn't having any luck. I mean, I was sitting up on, you know, pretty decent sign as far as speed trees and everything going, and man, I just wasn't having any luck, but here in the last week, either I've just hit the right spot, or there definitely has been a, you know, an uptick in far as activity goes, because, I mean, the last three or four sits, I mean, I've seen, you know, five or six deer at least you know each sit so either i'm getting a little bit better at picking out my, my seed trees or they are starting to get on their field and i've never been a big believer in the whole october lull thing i mean the deer are going to get up and move and eat if they're hungry you know but uh it's definitely picking up for me i'm, I'm looking forward to it for the next two weeks for sure perfect man well that's the cool thing about hunting public land you know you learn very quickly on what's what's working for you and what's not so i'm, I'm sure it's probably a mixture <laughs> exactly. a mixture of both you know maybe an uptick in deer movement along with you trying to get better and you know in a better position uh to find those deer in daylight uh, daylight time so you know also up until this point I, I don't know what the weather's been like over there but has do you think the weather has played any factor at all in a positive or negative way with deer activity um the weather here, man, we've, we've had a, a couple cold fronts get moved through, and I tell you, it's been a little bit warmer the last couple days than it was the week before, and like when it was, you know, down in the mid-30s in the morning, I mean, I wasn't uh, seeing much of anything, but I mean, it was a full moon. It's kind of warmed up quite a bit in the last couple days, and crazy enough, as it sounds, like I said, I, I've been seeing more activity in the, in the last couple days than I have, you know, when it was really good and chilly you know you wake up in the morning to go and you're like oh man this is a good morning i wasn't seeing anything on the mornings i go like man it's a little warm you know like upper 40s i was seeing more deer activity so mm-hmm. again i don't i don't know whether to attribute that to the to the weather to the moon or to just being in the right spot you know what i mean oh yeah of course of course well man to kind of wrap this up you know since especially since you know, a lot of the states now, you know, I'm not trying to leave out Alabama, Mississippi, and maybe Louisiana, uh, you know, but a lot of these states, you know, the rut, pre-rut is starting to kind of happen. Uh, so it's starting to get exciting this time of the year. You know, kind of give us what are you going to be doing, whether you're hunting private or public land, in the next week or two to try to target some of these older age class bucks? Because I know you already killed a great buck earlier this year. You know, you, you told me you're going to kind of hold off or, you know, try to get a, a, a good deer, a really good deer. You know, what are you going to do tactics-wise to try to locate, find, and try to kill, you know, a quality buck like that? Um, you know, man, I, I think I'm going to kind of stick to my duds and doing, you know, what I have been doing now, and that's, you know, trying to find the does and setting up over hot sign, you know. Um, it's crazy as it sounds, you know. I mean, I walked the property, uh, see, yesterday afternoon, and after I hunted that morning, I went and checked out a new piece and walked the whole property and didn't see anything like Went in from the left side, went all the way to the end, come back through the middle, and then on the transition set up on hot, or found some really, you know, good, hot, fresh sign. And so that's what I've been doing 
hunting is trying to set up on the hot sign and you know they're making that sign there for a reason you know and if i can find uh you know kind of pinpoint where they're you know making the sign and where they may be feeding where the does are feeding then i'm, I'm just going to try and find the does again i mean you know they get a little stupid around this time of the year and they like guys you know i mean 16 17 years old you know you want to go where the ladies are so that's what i'm gonna do man <laughs> i'm gonna go find the ladies and hope big boy comes looking yeah, that's, that's perfect. I mean, that's one of my favorite tactics is trying to find a really hot doe group. Does a, does a, you know, if you can find a doe group, you know, five, six, seven does, find where they're bedding, get down with that bedding area, man. Oh, man, you don't know what could happen. Uh, so that's awesome. But awesome, Greg. Well, we appreciate you, man, coming on. Definitely, again, we'll have you back on maybe uh, right at the uh, tail end of November, going into December, and seeing if any of your tactics have paid off for you, which, of course, you know, our footage with you coming out. Uh, hopefully relatively soon we'll get some footage from you kind of show people what you've been up to to this point but man once again dude we appreciate it and uh good luck uh at sticking one of these uh bigger bucks man so congratulations oh, get yeah, ready. Man. same to you same to you keep me posted on what you guys got going on over there all right guys and next on the line we have our buddy the one the only jordan barnes from close proximity tv <laughs> This ain't a basketball game, man. Hey, we gotta hype you up somehow, man. Get you on here. I mean, you're the only one that's out of all this that's really killed a freaking stud of a buck, you and Greg. But uh, anyways, man. Yeah, so we got Jordan Barnes on from Close Proximity TV. I'm sure a lot of you guys already know of him. If you don't, then make sure y'all go over and check out his Facebook page along with his Instagram and most notably nothing, his YouTube. He'd be nothing dr- to see here. Nothing to, see, nothing to see here. Nobody trying to go find his public land spots because he will tackle you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, right, man, let's get straight into this, man. Uh, kind of, okay. you know, I'm, I'm going to let you kind of roll freely like we talked about earlier and kind of hit on these points that we talked about. Really, just what's happening, you know, activity-wise in your area, both public and private land, what are you seeing? And kind of finish this up on what is your early – rut your pre-rut tactics going into the month of november and how you're going to execute trying to find these deer either on public land or some of the bucks you've got targeted on private gotcha okay so i guess uh right now i'm playing probably 80 percent public 20 percent private really hadn't touched the private much uh but uh i will say i'll just tell you what's kind of what i'm i'm seeing right now and it's, it's no different year to year really from what i've seen but Basically, at this point in the in the uh, season, I have uh, seen a lot of bucks cruising, a lot of cruising activity. Now, I'm hunting southeast Georgia all the way up to middle Georgia. So, you know, there's going to be some variance in there in the rut phases. But I typically hunt down south uh, more so earlier in October. Because I'm getting more into that pre-rut in the first week of October, and then I gradually kind of uh, move up from there some. But you know, I'd say it's full-out rut in the southern, southeast part of Georgia. I mean, it's peak time right now. Whereas in the middle Georgia, you've got a lot of bucks cruising and stuff, and, and bumping some does. I've seen bucks, video bucks. Uh, actually, tonight I'm gonna release uh week seven so i'm filming every single week in the season and throwing a video out or two every week um and if you watch the part two of week seven which is going to be on tonight on youtube and facebook you'll see some bucks cruising and some of the strategy that goes behind that but basically what that strategy is 
is basically finding finding the, the dough bedding areas, right? Uh, the travel corridors that are in between those dough bedding areas. Um, and that's what those bucks are doing. They're just cutting the downwind side. Sometimes it's not always, they're not always walking with the wind uh, downwind from the dough bed. Sometimes they're walking in the thermal tunnel or so. You know, they're walking the creeks. They're getting down there and, and trying to collect the thermals and trying to collect some of that scent to scent check does. So it's not always, from I guess what I've seen, sometimes I see them cutting the downwind side. Sometimes I see them getting down in where those those thermals collect um, that scent. But that's what their bucks are doing. I've seen cruising. I've seen some smaller bucks bumping. Uh, not not mature bucks running does yet, but I guess my strategy right now is uh, I'm, I'm focusing on those travel corridors. Uh, I like a travel corridor that has some food near it. That's always a bonus whenever I find, you know, a feed tree is loaded with anchors and a bunch of does using it and it's right there in the guts of a travel corridor, that's what I'm really trying to focus on because I can kind of get a little bit of everything. Um, and I've been in deer literally every sit. I've been seeing lots of deer on public. Um, just been waiting on a buck. But that's, that's kind of where it's at. Scrapes are opened up. Rub lines. I mean, you can see defined rub lines, what bucks are cruising. So that's really the strategy. Kentucky. It's going to be, you know, hill country uh, pre-rut strategy. Um, going to be using, going to be hunting thermal thermal uh, hubs. Got several to hunt that I've got marked. I'll be there Saturday. So that's kind of what the strategy is at, at this point uh, in the season. I mean, I also, right when I get settled in the morning, I'll get in there about an hour for light. When it starts to crack, I'll rattle just a little bit. And then I'll put the antlers up. And then I'll do the same thing in the evening. About, you know, 10 minutes from the end of camera light, I'll rattle. And that's kind of the strategy. That's now, what I'm doing right now. Now, one thing I wanted to kind of ask you real quick uh, is, are you still implementing implementing um, mock scrapes where you can at, at this time? Is that something you're still kind of maybe looking at doing? Or is that something that you're kind of, you know, forgetting that, about up to this point? That, that, that was done uh last february so i always go after the season's over and i'll make mock scrapes after i've scouted a track of public or something like that i will go ahead and, and scout the whole thing figure out identify where the bucks like to bed at and then i'll drop mock scrapes you know close to their uh bedding area um and then from there, once I make the mock scrape, I'll come back in like August and I'll open them back up and start them. Um, and I don't touch them again. I mean, the bucks pretty much from there, they keep them opened up. Um, so that's kind of where, that's kind of, I guess, the strategy uh, as far as that goes. Now, I think those bucks are going to leave. They're not going to be really visiting those scrapes right now, I don't believe. Um at this point i think they're more leaving the scrapes and cruising you know all right well perfect well 
Once again, Jordan, I appreciate you uh, coming on, man, and giving us a nice report. Also, yeah, guys, make sure you check out Jordan's video. He will be dropping, which, um, again, this is Thursday, the, the November the 1st. Uh, that, that video will drop tonight. Again, this episode will be dropping in the morning on November the 2nd, Friday. So once you hear this, check out his video on YouTube or on Facebook. He actually got on a pretty cool, uh, pretty awesome buck, a buck I would have freaking smoked on public land. But uh, Jordan... Just waiting for a giant, I guess. You just have to watch to see if I shoot the deer or if what happens. Man. Yeah, so <laughs> so stay tuned, guys. But anyways, make sure you just go give uh, Close Proximity uh, TV a like and a follow. But, Jordan, once again, man, we appreciate it. And, uh, dude, good luck this weekend in Kentucky. Sounds awesome, man. Hey, I appreciate y'all, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, brother. Good luck to y'all. Look, last summer, y'all heard us talk a bunch about the Mobile Hunters Expo. It was an incredible event. A bunch of you guys came out to meet us. We got to talk to, I don't even know how many listeners. If you heard all that last year and you were like, dang, that sounded cool, I should have went to that. Here's your chance. You need to make it to this one. It's June 28th through June 30th in Dalton, Georgia. All right? Giving you a heads up here, so go ahead and mark it on your calendar. June 28th through June 30th, Dalton, Georgia is going to be the 2024 Mobile Hunters Expo. We're going to be there. A bunch of our past podcast guests are going to be there. There's going to be seminars. All of the mobile hunting companies are going to be there for you to try out gear before you buy it. It's like the one event of the year where all of the... The, like the mobile hunter ecosystem just kind of congregates in one place. And Chris and Josh and the guys have done an absolutely phenomenal job putting this thing together over the last couple years. And it keeps getting better every year. So like I said, make sure you come see us. We're going to have a gigantic stack of free stickers to give away to every listener that stops by the booth. And we're going to have merch there to purchase. We're going to be recording podcasts, shooting videos, all kinds of stuff. So like I said, don't miss it. You can head on over to the mobilehuntersexpo.com to look at show schedules and dates and go ahead and grab your tickets. So y'all go check it out at the mobilehuntersexpo.com.